fighting for freedom every day. You as the individual, you have the power. You don't have to join a union. You go in as an entry-level position. You get the experience that you need. And then as you work up, you get better at your job, which means they pay you more. If they don't pay you more, then you go to another company to show what you've learned and what your value is to where you can get more. If they really don't like that, then you can go and start your own damn business because we have a free market, laissez-faire, capitalist society, allegedly, to where you can actually go off and do your own thing. This is the Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. Hold on, wait a second. I'm not ready yet. I got to share this out. There's too much going on here all at the same time, trying to share out this live stream (laughs) all over the social media. Hey, what's up, guys? Welcome into a Friday here on the Voice of Reason. You finally made it to the end of the week, and it's a special one. Our... Uh, unofficial kickoff to the summertime, our Memorial Weekend, our tribute to the fallen that keep us safe and protected in this great, wonderful nation that we have. The greatest time of the year, I think, one of the greatest holidays that we have. So welcome in. Happy pre-Memorial Day as we kick off a Memorial Weekend broadcasting live out of the heart of the nation here in Wichita, Kansas on our flagship radio station. We are all over the country, radio, TV, live streaming and podcasting, wherever you may be watching or listening. Welcome aboard your Millennial General reporting for duty. We have a lot to talk about. We're going to try and keep things, I guess, somewhat lighthearted being going into a holiday. And I'm sure a lot of people are kind of zoned out, ready for the holiday, not wanting to think too terribly hard. At the same time, there's a lot of stuff going on, so we can't miss it. Don Spencer, he is the president of OK2A, the Oklahoma Second Amendment organization, the great organization down there fighting for 2A rights in the state of Oklahoma. We'll have him on the program at the bottom of the hour. We'll talk about the NRA convention going on. We'll talk about the shooting that happened earlier this week. We'll also talk about gun rights going on in the state of Oklahoma. So looking forward to chatting with him in just a little bit, as obviously that's been the big topical issue of this week. Lots of other stuff we need to get to as well. So welcome aboard and happy Memorial Day to you. Before we get any further, of course, we have to do our proper tribute of all of those that have fallen that have sacrificed themselves for this nation in every war all the way back, uh, starting with the Revolution and even before that, really, with the uh, French and Indian War and stuff that's gone on. That What's happened on these lands that allows us to be who we are with the Revolution, with the War of 1812, with the Civil War, with all the world wars that have, we've been in along with the conflicts that's allowed us to stay safe and while we bicker about politics while we bicker about the other side of the aisle while we try to throw the mudslinging back and forth with each other at other political parties and even within our own political party we have to take a step back sometimes take the emotion away from what we think is right what we think is wrong and remember the fact that we live in the greatest nation on the face of the earth and it may not feel like it at times And sometimes we feel like we're losing it or it's starting to slip away, which is true in many cases. But we still live as of right now. We still live on the in the greatest nation on the face of the earth. And we have to sometimes take a step back, show that gratitude and remember that. And the reason that we do, the reason that we live in the greatest nation on the face of the earth is because of the fact of there are so many that have willingly sacrificed themselves for the betterment of this nation. It's not the draft. It's not forcing people into it. It's not the communists that are trying to just tell everybody something wrong or something different to go into a conflict that they're completely surprised by, like we're seeing with Russia and the Ukraine right now. It is literally people that are willing to sign up, willing to go to the front lines, and willing to battle their hearts out and put their lives on the line for our safety and for our freedom. We don't say that enough. We don't recognize it enough. One day a year is definitely not enough for this. 
and we have to remember all of those lives that have been given. So we pray for you. We thank you. We love you. And obviously they're not here, but they're hearing us in spirit form and they recognize what we do. And we have to give that gratitude. So while we're out and you're probably driving right now, heading out to your favorite camping site, to your favorite uh, fishing site, to your favorite barbecue site, to what you're doing on your back porch, having your adult beverage, whatever you do for this weekend, it doesn't go without notice and out without recognition that we need to take a step back show the gratitude, show the love and appreciation, and actually remember all of the sacrifice that's gone into building this. We say it all the time, but that cyclical form of the hard times creates hard men, the hard men create good times, the good times create weak men, the weak men create hard times. We're at that time where the weak men are creating hard times, but that doesn't mean in any way, shape, or form that there's not hard men out there, and women, obviously, I don't want to be and other. I want to be as inclusive as we can possibly with this whole unity speech here for a second, that there are still hard individuals out there that are willing to test that hard times and to rebuild what needs to be rebuilt and continue fighting because freedom is never free, as Ronald Reagan so nicely pointed out and so eloquently said all the way back when. Freedom is never free. We have to fight for freedom every single day. We have to preserve it because it doesn't go down through our bloodlines, but it's fought for every single day with those that give up their lives for our freedom. So we thank you, we love you, we appreciate it, and we get to celebrate, and we get to enjoy the unofficial kickoff of summertime because of that holiday. So I'm personally not doing anything other than staying at home and hanging out because gas is way too damn expensive to go out and travel anywhere, and that is a frustrating part on our political side The where, you know, right now we're not in the best political shape, but again, our nation is not defined by what the government does, it's defined by what you and I do. And I think we need to remember that because we can fight with them head on in the political realm. We can fight with them head on in Washington, D.C. or in your state capital all over the country. But at the same time, what real true leadership is, is leadership by example, by doing what you do with your family. By doing what you do individually at work every single day, how you represent yourself on social media, how you represent yourself in the community, how you represent yourself to your families and your neighborhood and your neighbors to where they see what you do on a daily basis. And that's how we make this country great. We always say as conservatives that we can love our country without loving the government. Well, I'm here to say right now that our our country will always be strong because we will always have tough men and women and other if you want to include those in, we will always have tough men and women in this nation to deal with the hard times and be prepared for whatever happens. And we can love our country without loving what the government is actually doing to us right now. So happy Memorial Day to you. And we're excited to get this ball rolling here for the final day going into the extended holiday break. And apparently, even with the high gas prices, even though I'm not going anywhere, there's still a record amount of people that are actually traveling out which I kind of sort of get with the whole end of COVID-19 and wanting to go out and and actually enjoy life again, go on vacation, go travel, go see the Grand Canyon, go see whatever you like to go see during the kickoff of summertime with your family vacations. Totally cool because now you don't have as many COVID-19 restrictions. So that's a good thing. The bad news is the fact that you're dealing with near $4 plus gallons of gas all over the country. So are you willing to travel? Are you willing to go out there and actually deal with some of that? In California, we're seeing $6 gallons of gas. Are you going there or are you going the opposite direction? Are other parts of the country actually going other ways? Say, sorry, California, I'm out for a while. Got to go enjoy $4 a gallon. That's a relief after our $6 gallons of gas. Where we're at right now is near 50 cent jumps per gallon on average 
nationwide, according to MSN.com and AAA's report, that near 39.2 million people are 8% more than what we've seen last year. With the and 92% of the pre-pandemic levels are out to travel for this weekend, even with that 50 cent per gallon year-over-year jump in gasoline prices as a nationwide average. 92% pre-pandemic levels, meaning we are so cooped up and we're so angry of having to stay at home for so long. I don't care how price uh, how pricey gas is. We're going to go out and actually enjoy. So is it really the acceptance of this is where we're at and we just have to try and make the best of it? Or is this determination? By golly, I've been cooped up for the last two years. I'm sick and tired of it. I'm not going to deal with this crap any longer. And we're just going to go out and enjoy regardless of what the prices are because I don't care. Reminds me of kind of like the what the family vacation, Lampoon's family vacation, where I don't care. By golly, we're going to enjoy the holiday. It's going to be wonderful, and you're going to love it. <laughs> I have yet to tell my little daughter that, but I'm waiting for the family vacation. We haven't been able to take a family vacation with her yet, but one of these days we'll take a family vacation. And while she's in the back seat and she's whining and she's crying and she's complaining, and I'm hungry and I'm tired and I have to go to the bathroom, and are we there yet? I'm waiting for that time where I can just yell at her in the back with the tongue in cheek of, hey, you are going to enjoy this damn ride whether you want to or not. <laughs> I'm ready for it. Are you? It's going to be an interesting time. Uh, I think that a lot of people are just determined that we're going to try to enjoy regardless of all the shenanigans, even with a very hard week that many of us has ha have had, obviously with the shooting and other big news that's gone on, that the NRA convention, for example, is still ongoing in Houston, Texas. By golly, we're going to enjoy this. And I think now most NRA members and gun rights owner members understand that this is probably one of the most important conventions down there, even with the protests that are going on out there, because the emotional level has been heightened, obviously. There are protesters down there holding the signs, we need to get rid of guns, and the NRA kills people, even though the shooter from this week at the elementary school was not an NRA member in any way, shape, or form. They still blame the NRA as the great broadcasted straw man that's easy to attack because that just represents the largest special interest, by the way, in the country with the most amount of individuals because of the fact that there are so many gun owners in this country. So people are determined. I don't care what you say. I don't care what you do. We're going to enjoy this, by golly. We're going to make it happen, which is why so many people are showing up to Houston for the NRA convention. On the other hand, there are some politicians that have stepped away from the NRA convention. Now, like Governor Greg Abbott in Texas, I understand. He's in damage control from the shooting. He's still doing press conferences with law enforcement right now, and he's trying to deal with stuff. I can get why he backed out and he can't speak there. He's kind of busy dealing with a crisis right now. Everybody else, does it show a sign of weakness for them stepping away from it? Or is it because they just think it's in bad taste going coming in so early from a shooting less than a week ago? What do you think? I'm interested on what their reasonings are because the majority of them are still there. But there are a few that have backed away and have chosen not to speak or not to engage at the NRA, which I really hope that they're not weak need and wanting to bow down because I think right now it is extremely important to say, hey, let's have the conversation beyond guns as we've talked about the last couple of days. I don't want to go down that road again and trek it down uh, for the third or fourth day in a row now. But it is important to talk beyond the firearms, and this is why, and we need to be prepared for what's going to come with gun legislation against the Second Amendment. So, the NRA convention, extremely important right now. And I'm telling you right now, in the 
world of optimism that I am in right now with the gratitude and the graciousness and the love of country I am right now for the Memorial Weekend, that I will say that I am excited and in a very positive mindset that we are moving forward in a very good direction with the weakness across the nation being exposed. Our Achilles heel that does weaken us as a nation is being exposed in many fronts. Political parties have their weaknesses being exposed. Government corruption is being exposed right now, and there's some leaked documents left and right that we'll talk about here in just a minute after the break, that it's showing where we're weak and where you and I, not as the government, not as the nation as a whole, but you and I as the people, as the common folk, as the blue-collar workers, where we kind of need to focus our attention on to strengthen ourselves up a little bit, put some boundaries with the federal government, try to build up our protections a little bit as a state or as a nation or as an individual as a whole, to where we can start beefing ourselves up. It's working. The establishment is crumbling, and every time the establishment, and I'm talking Republicans and Democrats on both sides of the aisle, as they continue to try and promote a new agenda that we've seen over the last, how many how many new agendas have we seen over the last two months? The war in Ukraine, three months, I guess. The war in Ukraine and in Russia, to where now we need to allow the establishment to continue to uh, fight a fight nonviolently abroad. The abortion issue with the leaked case from the Supreme Court and now with the gun control cases, that really sums up the control the federal government's trying to allow us to be in a state of fear with to give them more power and control for global and foreign policy, for the gun rights, and for civil liberties of human beings. They've lumped up their political pl- uh, platforms going into election season. Now that it's exposed, we're seeing the damage because every time they try something new, it crumbles and fails. We'll talk about some of that when we come back. Happy Friday to you. It's The Voice of Reason. Lots more to get to. Stay here. The Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. Andy Hoosier here reminding you not only can you listen to The Voice of Reason on your favorite radio station, but also check out the video of the program on TV and online. We're excited to be working with our partners over at OpsLens to bring The Voice of Reason live every day on their website at OpsLens.com, on the OpsLens app that you can download on any of your smartphones, or on any of the OpsLens social media. It's a great network that broadcasts multiple shows promoting truth, reason, and common sense, reaching thousands of viewers every day, all day long. Plus, while you're there, you can always watch some of the best highlights of the show during the weekends or read our latest opinion columns on topical issues of the day. Also, if you want to interact with me during the program, just leave a comment on their social media or the OpsLens app stream. You can always join the live chat rooms, or if it's easier, just email me at HoosierMediaNetwork at gmail.com. Again, that's HoosierMediaNetwork at gmail.com. This is your show, and we want to hear from you. Why? Because it's time for you to be your own voice of reason in your own community. Hey, it's Andy Hoosier. Want to reach out to the show? A big part of the program is you, and we want to hear from you. Let us know your thoughts of the show, maybe a guest we've had on the program, or my favorite when you disagree with something that I talk about. You can email me at HoosierMediaNetwork at gmail.com or send us a message through our website at HoosierReason.com. The show's not about me. It's about you. So be heard and be your own voice of reason. Again, email me at HoosierMediaNetwork at gmail.com or find our contact information at HoosierReason.com. 
Hey, it's Andy Hoosier. You want some more reason throughout the day? Well, now it's easier than ever to find. Here's what you do. Check out the website at HoosierReason.com. There you can find past shows, links to all of our social media, special features, our monthly blogs, and a heck of a lot more. Plus, make sure to check in frequently as we're constantly working to add more goodies that you'll really enjoy. Also, you can always subscribe and follow our social media sites for bonus content, articles that we use on the show, or maybe some additional rants. Yeah, it's all that and so much more. Check it all out at HoosierReason.com. Bring some reason into your day. This is the Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. Welcome back into the program. Thanks for hanging out with us today on a Friday, 24 minutes past the hour. Radio, TV, live streaming, podcasting. Here's some good news to go off into the weekend to think about and show how our messaging is actually working. How our message, how our platform, how our conservative ideals are actually moving in the positive direction. Number one. Saw a headline from Breitbart.com today, Liz Cheney out in the state of Wyoming, which <laughs> we've talked to different Republican members in the state of Wyoming. They've been very upset, obviously, with Liz Cheney not doing well, representing the Republican and conservative values, fighting Trump, going out of her way to really fight the Trump message and the MAGA movement and the conservatives across the board. She's down near 30, 40 percent compared to her Republican primary going into the primary races for the state of Wyoming. That shows that the party's just done and over with it. We have the rumor that Lisa Murkowski could potentially be walking away out of the state of Alaska. We have Mitt Romney deciding potentially not to run for re-election as well. The Republican Party, while we're still widening our umbrella, which I'll get to in a second, at the same time we're cleaning up the ones that are willing to work with Republicans-ish but predominantly want to be on the Democrat side, which you and I complain about and we're very frustrated about. Now, look, I get the fact that there needs to be, quote unquote, moderate Republicans in very purple districts or very Democrat districts. I'd rather have Republican special interests steering a Republican uh, uh, somewhat into our direction, uh, but has predominantly Democrat views overall than a Democrat with Democrat special interests steering them in a really radical AOC-style manner. I would rather have a moderate. Now, once you get the moderate in, then you need to put the pressure on them to vote the proper way. But there's a line as well that needs to be drawn from ones that just don't care about the Republicans at all and just ran under the name of a Republican uh, just to try and get elected that we could probably try and thin the herd from a little bit. And that's working. Liz Cheney is going to be out. Lisa Murkowski potentially is going to be out. Mitt Romney hopefully is going to be out. But at the same time, while we're trying to clean up the party to a degree... We're expanding the party and bringing in moderates in places where we need moderates that are true Democrat strongholds where we could actually do some good with even 20%, 30%, 40% Republican values. Here's the headline from the Associated Press was that Los Angeles, the city of Los Angeles, the city of angels, that's been completely corrupt for a very, very long time. The same city that tried to legalize uh, having homeless individuals go into medical clinics and get their shots of heroin so they don't OD underneath the street with dirty needles. The same city that has a lot of uh, environmental policy where you could get a citation for having you know, a barbecue in your backyard and someone not liking the smelling odors of barbecued meat floating across the neighbor's yard. Uh, that city itself 
looks like it could be taking a turn for the right as so many individuals in the city of Los Angeles, all the Hollywood elites, everybody else that lives there are sick and tired of the high crime rates, sick and tired of the drugs, sick and tired of the homelessness with the tent cities that are going on. And for the first time in decades could potentially re- uh, vote for a pro-business Republican that, uh, uh, what's his name? Uh, one of the leading candidates for mayor is Rick Caruso, according to the Associated Press, a pro-business billionaire Republican turned Democrat who sits on the board of the Ronald Reagan Presidential Foundation and is promising to expand spending on police along with not defunding them. Another time, At another time, according to the AP, the high-end mall and resort developer would seem an unlikely choice for the potentially lead of the nation's second most populous city where Democrat socialist Bernie Sanders has their runaway runs there. However, with some of the wild homelessness and crime rates that are going on in the city of L.A., why not get that moderate Republican and Democrat? Now, for us, we say, well, we don't want a moderate Democrat. But for a city like that, you think they'd want to take a little bit more of a moderate approach, get a little bit more Republican values, see things start moving in the right direction? Then, ha-ha, look at that. We have our foot in the door to promote conservatives, even in the most populous areas. The pendulum is swinging, the progressives are being exposed, and we're winning. We're winning in New York, we're winning in LA, we're starting to win in Chicago and DC. It's a long, hard road, but we can do it. Don Spencer, OK28, great state of Oklahoma. We'll talk with him right around the corner when we come back here on The Voice Reason for a Friday. Stay here. With Andy Hoosier. Hey, it's Andy Hoosier. You know, when I get off the air every day, the battle for me against limited government, censorship, and even unfactual content is far from over. That's why now I'm so happy to say that the Hoosier Media Network is giving you more opportunity to catch the voice of reason along with other great shows and podcasts. It's been a long time in the works, and now you can finally enjoy more great content, services, and topical shows. We're the safe space for alternative talk, information, and ideas that the mainstream media absolutely hates. From holistic and alternative medicine, discussions on religion and spirituality, hear entertainment shows, and of course yours truly with the voice of reason. Plus, we offer numerous media services, including helping you set up your own podcast, become your own voice of reason, and bring your expertise to any fun issue or topic. For information on all of our shows, links to podcasts, each show website or social media link, or to find out about everything we do to challenge the mainstream establishment, visit our website at HoosierMedia.com. Again, that's HoosierMedia.com, the future of media. When Reason Meets Radio, you're listening to The Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. Welcome back into the program. Thanks for hanging out with us today on a Friday going into Memorial Weekend. Happy Memorial Weekend to you. Halfway through the show already. Flies right on by. Trying to cram that 10 pounds of reason into that 5-pound bag. Trying to rebrand the millennial generation one radio listener at a time. Joe Biden, how you doing there, buddy? Doing all right? Hanging in? Doing it? I want to be clear. I'm not going nuts. <laughs> Making sure. Making sure. All right. I want to shift gears a little bit. Uh, obviously, there's been a lot of news going on this week from the shooting in Texas, and it's been a big topical issue. The NRA convention ongoing right now in Houston, Texas as well. So, obviously, the Second Amendment topic has been the front and center for many individuals' minds. Will it change the dynamic of the 2 aid to conversation? Is good old Beto O'Rourke. <laughs> 
uh, tried to make a mockery of it at one of the press conferences just a couple of days ago down in Texas as well. Now running his poll numbers, by the way, suck. Trying to run for the governor of the state of governor or the state of Texas. So we'll see how that actually goes. But as we get into our latest and what's trending. What's trending today? Now, I'm excited to have this guy on the program. I got to speak at one of their chapter monthly meetings a couple of months ago to talk about some gun issues, having just uh, being the neighbor south of us here where I'm based out of, out of Wichita, Kansas. But uh, the OK2A organization, the Oklahoma Second Amendment Club, uh, the Oklahoma Second Amendment Association uh, for those guys as they really fight hard. And if you want to know what gun rights look like in the battle for gun rights at the statewide level, look at the state of Oklahoma, look at the state of Kansas, look at the state of Texas. Look at the state of Arizona and New Mexico and see how well some of these gun rights are. And the president of the OK2A organization is on the line with us here, which I'm super excited about, Mr. Don Spencer. Don, how are you, my friend? Good afternoon, sir. I'm ready to call it a weekend. Let's go. That's what I'm talking about. Memorial (laughs) Weekend officially here, and it's exciting to have you on. So first off, I appreciate it very much. I'm sure that you guys have been extremely busy over this last week and uh, well-deserved need some time to uh, kick back for the holiday uh, for this weekend. But before we get into some issues here in the state of Oklahoma, give us your thoughts on what happened down in Texas. Obviously, the news, the coverage, the NRA convention going on right now, and the 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 uh, the pushback that has sparked the two way conversation all over again across the nation. Well, the NRA uh, convention I find completely irrelevant. They, yeah. There's no way that they they actually offer solutions to keep from this type of a tragedy from happening. And and then naturally they're the first ones blamed for it. So uh, I, I'm I'm not there w- with that portion of it. As far as it, 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 here's one thing, I'm going to take a little bit of sympathy for the media because they're given information and the information they're being given is wrong. <laughs> Heck, we got the sheriff saying one day that there was a, a armed security guard there that was, and the guy goes by, and then next time we find out there's no armed security guard on the, on the campus. Mm. So what is it? And then we do know it was an open door uh, for this this crazy lunatic who had shot his mother and uh, or grandmother. And so you, there's just nowhere you can go with a reasonable mind from there. It's just crazy. So uh, our point at OK2A and that we have continued to do is that the, the quicker the second firearm shows up, the quicker the situation comes to a resolve, yeah. period. That's really the test of uh, the experience of every story, isn't it? When we read stories daily about self-defense cases, about those that did have firearms in a public venue, whether it's a grocery store, whether it's a a, a movie theater, whether it's a a school, when there are good guys with guns, they stop the bad guys with guns. I mean, we saw the perfect video of that of a, I believe it was a Texas church about a year or so ago with a guy that tried to open fire with a rifle. And guess what? Ten guys with concealed carry weapons opened fire and got the guy before he could do any more damage. That's what we need, and yet the other side just doesn't understand that concept. Right. And we have to get rid of the no-gun zone, Mm. and that's exactly what this campus was, that they had not taken any other authorization. As far as I'm concerned, if someone has the basic background check of a hand-carry license, they should be able to carry a concealed handgun into that exact same school. There should be nothing stopping that. A parent going to a kid's uh, football game, uh, spelling bee, whatever it is. And then also we need to encourage teachers uh, and school boards to have teachers carry on their person for this exact reason. Yeah. 
Amen to that. There are programs out there for it as well, for those that don't know, and we haven't talked about it in a while. I believe it was an organization originally from Ohio. They've done some stuff in Colorado after some of the shootings out there. But there are organizations that if the school board allows them and if the teachers are willing, they're not forced to sign up, but if they choose to do so, that will train teachers how to conceal carry, how to carry in the classroom, and actually go through different scenarios in their school to understand how to handle a a situation like that, don't they? Uh, Correct. And In Oklahoma, we actually have uh, the ability for a a school board, has uh, the uh, legislature has authorized, so a teacher that has an armed security guard license or basically as a cop would be able to carry at the authorization of that school board. And we have a number of mostly rural schools in Oklahoma that have taken the advantage of that, but obviously never enough. But I tell you, it is a healthy pride on myself because we worked diligently at OK2A to make sure that a sign instead of no weapons allowed on the campus that says, hey, faculty is armed and we'll use this if you try to harm anybody on this campus. And I think that's a natural deterrent that may have even sent away this this lunatic that uh, took place earlier this week because the fact that if there's any resistance, they're going to go find a softer target. Well, exactly. You're exactly right. Now, there are obviously those that just that, that want to go out and watch the world burn. I mean, I, I've told the story on the air of going through a high school shooting myself in a school shooting where the guy drove an hour out of his way with a handgun with the intent to end his life at the end of the day. And it's going to be hard to try and prevent scenarios like that. But the 95% of the cases where they have a personal vendetta, like you said, they're going to second guess whether they want to walk into a place where they know that 50% of the population is carrying a concealed weapon, but they don't know even though who it is, as opposed to a gun-free zone where they know that they're not going to be inhibited, at least for a good long time. Correct. And, and when it comes to evil and mind, uh, I was just two miles east of the Murrah Building bombing in Oklahoma City in 1995 mm-hmm. and felt that go off, and he didn't use a gun. Yeah. When when these people have, and, and like we also saw, uh, some of these crazy lunatics are renting vehicles, and the one guy killed 88 people uh, by running over them in a vehicle. Well, what are we going to do? Let, let's make vehicles all be registered. Oh, wait a minute. They already are. Yeah. Uh, so it goes back to the intent of the person and not the, not the equipment or the item that they're using. So, uh, I mean, I don't know about you. I can... I can use a chainsaw safely at my home or even in my neighbor's house, but that doesn't mean I'm going to go try to, you know, be the Texas Chainsaw Massacre with it. And that's how we're all treated as this, and that's what the left does, is that they they think by stripping us of our rights makes them safer when they just won't look at history at all. And we know we know through history that you give government just a little bit more power than the people and government will completely take the advantage of the people with it. Yeah, exactly. You're exactly right. We're talking with Don Spencer, the president of the OK2A organization, the Oklahoma Second Amendment Association. You can find them online, OK2A.org. At the federal level, now that this has happened, obviously the Democrats jumped on board with their typical, we need to get rid of guns and do more gun restrictions and so on and so forth. They're trying to propose more bills up at the federal level right now while everybody's still riding that emotional high from what happened this week are we concerned and do you think it's going to go through or do you think they can put it at bay until republicans can get the majority for the midterms well i am definitely concerned because i don't trust o'connell and i don't trust uh, the senator cornyn uh, no. down in texas uh if they think that they need to give any little bit on this it's completely a mistake 
because you you apply whatever they're trying to do, and it would not have stopped any of these uh, items uh, that have taken place. Uh, so it's it, it's just wrong. And like I say, you don't take my car away from me because somebody else was speeding. Right. You don't do it. So it, it's uh, you don't take my house away from me because somebody else had meth in theirs. So it, it just it, it's got to stop. And the only way it stops is through education. That uh, in the public system, school system has done an excellent job for the, especially through the woke area effort now, <laughs> to make that anyone that has a gun is a, is a bad guy. And you know as well as I do, this would have already been all over and gone if us if us people that have guns were were the bad guys. Sure. But it's because of us we've actually been able to maintain civility uh, in, in some of these areas. Because I don't know about you, but not once, but twice. I pulled a firearm for the act of self-defense, and I didn't have to pull the trigger because the bad guy thought, you know what? I think I'm in the wrong place. Like, <laughs> and maybe yeah, this no isn't such a good idea. <laughs> yeah, exactly. exactly. So, so it, that's it's peace through strength. It's yeah. what we have to maintain, push, educate. And again, we have to educate right here in our own backyard. Too many people are looking to Washington, D.C. to solve a problem when you don't even know who you're voting for for your school board who's authorizing this crazy crap. You don't know who your city council is, who's wanting socialists to, to infringe upon your rights, your county commissioners, your sheriff. We have to start right here in the local level. That's how we have to fix this. And then it will permeate onto towards uh, Washington, D.C. Because quite frankly, D.C. is just a lost cause. I am right there with you. The local level is where it's at because when every state is doing its own thing and complying in its own state laws, then the federal government's irrelevant. They've ta- they, we've taken the power away from them. And while it should be a simple context of, hey, we have the Second Amendment, therefore the states can kind of uh, do what they want based on their own state's needs, but the federal government should stay out of this issue, we don't seem to go that direction. we got to take a hard break here. We're talking with Don Spencer, uh, the president of the OK2A organization, the Oklahoma Second Amendment Association. When we come back from our break, I want to talk about what you guys are doing in Oklahoma because you guys are rocking it. I mean, between Oklahoma, Kansas, Texas, and Arizona, I mean, we're seeing some really strong two-way issues come out with legislation and the other side of the aisle not liking that too much. So, what's going on? What have you guys been able to pass? Oklahoma in general, you guys have just been passing some some pretty awesome conservative bills, not just even regarding 2A issues, but other stuff as well. So we'll talk about that and more when we come back. Getting ready to wrap up a Friday here for our memorial special here on The Voice Reason. Stay here. The Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. Andy Hoosier here, reminding you not only can you listen to The Voice of Reason on your favorite radio station, but also check out the video of the program on TV and online. We're excited to be working with our partners over at OpsLens to bring The Voice of Reason live every day on their website at OpsLens.com, on the OpsLens app that you can download on any of your smartphones, or on any of the OpsLens social media. It's a great network that broadcasts multiple shows promoting truth, reason, and common sense, reaching thousands of viewers every day, all day long. Plus, while you're there, you can always watch some of the best highlights of the show during the weekends or read our latest opinion columns on topical issues of the day. Also, if you want to interact with me during the program, just leave a comment on their social media or the OpsLens app stream. You can always join the live chat rooms, or if it's easier, just email me at HoosierMediaNetwork at gmail.com. Again, that's HoosierMediaNetwork at gmail.com. This is your show, and we want to hear from you. Why? Because it's time for you to be your own voice of reason in your own community. 
Hey, it's Andy Hoosier. You want some more reason throughout the day? Well, now it's easier than ever to find. Here's what you do. Check out the website at HoosierReason.com. There you can find past shows, links to all of our social media, special features, our monthly blogs, and a heck of a lot more. Plus, make sure to check in frequently as we're constantly working to add more goodies that you'll really enjoy. Also, you can always subscribe and follow our social media sites for bonus content, articles that we use on the show, or maybe some additional rants. Yeah, it's all that and so much more. Check it all out at HoosierReason.com. Hey, it's Andy Hoosier. Want to reach out to the show? A big part of the program is you, and we want to hear from you. Let us know your thoughts of the show, maybe a guest we've had on the program, or my favorite, when you disagree with something that I talk about. You can email me at HoosierMediaNetwork at gmail.com or send us a message through our website at HoosierReason.com. The show's not about me. It's about you. So be heard and be your own voice of reason. Again, email me at HoosierMediaNetwork at gmail.com or find our contact information at HoosierReason.com. Fighting for freedom every day. The Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. Welcome back into the program. Last few minutes of the show going by way too fast today. We always appreciate you guys hanging out with us. Radio TV, live streaming on the OpsLens app, OPSLENS.com, and on the app and on the social media links for them as well. Also on TV, podcasting, wherever you may be watching, listening. We appreciate you very much. Last couple minutes here with the man himself, which we have to definitely get back on the program, the OK2A Association, Oklahoma Second Amendment. Association, OK2A.org, Don Spencer, the president of the club. And as we were kind of going into the break there, the power of the states, the Tenth Amendment, the concept of federalism, the states versus the federal government, whose power has who. The, the Second Amendment in the Constitution says you have the right to keep and bear arms, period. End of story. It shall not be infringed. Unlike what Joe Biden thinks, there's not a clause under there that says, well, we get to regulate what type or how many or how big. Just You have that right, period. End of story. Then the states, based on their state's need, get to decide the regulations to do so, kind of like voting. The U.S. the U.S. Constitution just says that you have the right to vote as long as you're a U.S. citizen. How you define or how you actually verify that U.S. citizenship is up to the states to decide because the federal government does not give those specific orders. Don, am I about right here? Because there's a lot of people that just like that centralization. The federal government should just be making the decisions for all of us. Uh, the states created the federal government. The federal government did not create the states. Exactly. We have to be educated to stay with that because the fact is it's possible. It's possible. There may have to be a block of Texas, Oklahoma, Kansas, and surrounding states that have to say, nope, we've had enough. You guys have encroached upon us long enough. We may have to do this by ourselves. So that's why it's so important for the states to, to remain strong so that does not have to happen. So we never have to go to that point. And I wouldn't want to go to that point uh, but by any means. But what we have to continue to do is the is education to take care of our own backyards and take care of our own states. So that is the strongest pushback of the federal government that can be. And they hate that. Talk about what you guys have been doing in Oklahoma. It's been a heck of a year for the state overall with Governor Kevin Stitt between the abortion issues and between tax issues and between COVID issues and between Second Amendment issues. I mean, you guys in Oklahoma are just kind of rocking it right now. Other states should be looking at you to figure out what they should be doing. <laughs> and the fact is, we're still not doing good enough. The fact <laughs> is, here, here's the problem. 
We have a Republican legislature that is the supermajority in the House and the Senate. We have the governor's desk. There should be no reason why we cannot have all of our rights returned in Oklahoma that were taken away at statehood in 1907. So these things, and OK2A has worked since 2009, and we've had over 150 positive changes in state law, including, and yes, we are not merely a gun group. We are a liberty group that realizes it may take guns to maintain that liberty. Mm-hmm. So we have protected First Amendment rights, Second Amendment, Fourth and Fifth and, and Tenth and, and other like that, uh, because if, if you let your free speech go, they'll chisel away your Second Amendment. If you let your Second Amendment go, they'll chisel away your free speech. We even worked on a bill to make sure churches could remain open during a pandemic, which is absolutely crazy that the government thinks that they could shut down a church. Yeah. So it's, it's your liberty all runs together. Yeah, keep the abortion clinic open, but we need to shut down the church during COVID-19. That one uh, burned up a lot of states, I think. Just <laughs> uh, to, to say the least, and um, I, it, who knows? You know, I'll say this real quick and not real loud, but unfortunately, Joe Biden has probably been good for us. Because I've seen more people finally get off their couch and out of their off their sofa and get out and get involved in this because they realize it is a real threat. And now we actually got people that are paying attention, learning, absorbing uh, what they should have been doing all along as a responsible citizen. Yeah. Amen. Now, with all the gun rights that you guys have been working so hard on in the state of Oklahoma, and we got just about a minute here before we have to wrap up. I mean, are there shootings out in the middle of the street at high noon, like they say? I mean, it's the wild, wild west. When everybody gets a gun, then everybody's just going to be shooting everybody in the middle of the street. I'll put it this way. The bad guys have not changed their attitude. They're still doing the stupid, crazy stuff. At least the rest of us can now protect ourselves because in Oklahoma, we have constitutional carry. We've uh, expanded that to make sure a person can carry a fully loaded firearm in their vehicle uh, with no permission from the government. We're expanding it uh, on across the board, and we're going to get all the rights back, sir. Working little by little. I love what you guys do. I absolutely love your organization. I was so proud and honored to be able to speak at one of your chapters there just a couple of months ago in Oklahoma. It's the OK2A, Oklahoma Second Amendment Association, OK2A.org. Don Spencer, the president. Don, it's great to have you on the show, my friend. Happy Memorial Day. Let's get you back on again here soon. No problem. Welcome anytime. Hey, always a pleasure, my friend. That does it for us today. Podcast up a little bit. Back at it on Tuesday. We will be off on Monday, so enjoy the holiday the best you can. Remember the reason for the holiday as well, even with the unofficial start to summer. Until then, back at it. Be your own voice of reason. It's time for you to speak up, speak out, speak loud, speak proud, speak the truth, and always speak some reason. This is The Voice of Reason. I'm Andy Hoosier. We'll see you on the radio. Hey, it's Andy Hoosier. You know, when I get off the air every day, the battle for me against limited government, censorship, and even unfactual content is far from over. That's why now I'm so happy to say that the Hoosier Media Network is giving you more opportunity to catch the voice of reason along with other great shows and podcasts. It's been a long time in the works, and now you can finally enjoy more great content, services, and topical shows. We're the safe space for alternative talk, information, and ideas that the mainstream media absolutely hates. From holistic and alternative medicine, discussions on religion and spirituality, hear entertainment shows, and of course yours truly with the voice of reason. Plus, we offer numerous media services, including helping you set up your own podcast, become your own voice of reason, and bring your expertise to any fun issue or topic. For information on all of our shows, links to podcasts, each show website or social media link, or to find out about everything we do to challenge the mainstream establishment, visit our website at HoosierMedia.com. Again, that's HoosierMedia.com, the future of media.